Fatality. going on everybody welcome to fatality and mk retrospective i am your fluff master supreme the one who knows Sinda- no ah, i'm gonna fuck up my own intro jesus christ <laughs> one that knows the inputs to make sindel scream fuck i'm mulligan that shit <laughs> big man yeah big johnny d what's going on everybody and allow me to introduce my illustrious co-host let's hope i don't fuck this up the saucy aussie himself that doppelganger kanga banger you know him as brody kano kane <laughs> oh uh, hey y'all doing hey how are you all doing <laughs> welcome to the shit show early uh sorry for the late start but you know what that intro kind of just goes fitting with it dude uh fuck man Nothing wants to work right tonight. I don't know what's going on. The restream just doesn't like me. She, uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's fucking it, ridiculous, it, dude. It, it looks like you're frozen on my end. Oh, no, am I? <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, there, yeah, now you're back to normal. You're good. Okay. Now. I was going to say I'm full yeah. green, so I'm hoping. Yeah. Fuck, dude. That's not good. Um, anyways, once again, welcome to round eight of fatality. And, uh, we are pretty much done with the actual MK games. So we're moving it on down the road. We're moving to the ultra spinoffs, the ones that were made because of the series that we love and that we were talking about. But before we do that, I think it's time that we jump into our little slice and dice. So, buddy, how have you been? I've been very well, Mr. Johnny D. Um, yeah. Not much really happens then this way. Like I feel like it's Groundhog Day every every time I talk about this. Nothing. I'm, I'm a very boring uh, person, other than yeah, like work, watching bulk movies. Actually, speaking of films, this uh, bad boy come in. TJ uh, was telling me about this film that I hadn't seen since I was a bloody kid. Um, oh, the fear. Uh, from 1995, and it's a syndrome. Uh, yeah, syndrome release. So. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Vinegar Syndrome, sorry. So, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, and I was uh, able to manage to snag a uh, bloody region free of that. I don't know if yeah, you've seen nice, it. Nice, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very good. That's me first one, so I busted me cherry on that one. Um, I, I have not personally seen it. Have you watched it prior to buying this? Or Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd seen it as a kid. Uh, many years ago, and I was always trying to get a um, at least a DVD of it. And one day, TJ was just like, "Oh, check this out! This is what I bought." And I was like, "Holy fuck! I've been searching for one of them for years." So, um, yeah, managed to snaggle one of them. Um, yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, great okay. film. It's got yeah, it's loaded full of extras, which is pretty badass. Um, uh, but yeah, other than that, oh yeah, like I was telling you before the show, I stood on a fucking bee. Um, yeah, that was fucking. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> no, that's Come all good. Um, no, you can laugh as much as you like. Um, because yeah, I should have been wearing shoes and I was a careless fucking idiot. Um, and I was, yeah, all because I was hanging out the washing. So it pays not to fucking hang out the washing in bare feet. Uh, other than that, yeah, not much with me, mate. How have you been? Oh, I've been fantastic, man. Um, just normal week, fucking bust my ass at work. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I say bust my ass, not really working. I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> today, I today I had some fun though, man. I I guess it's it, it's fun in context. So I had a, I got a bunch of bushes out in front of my house, dude. They're all dying. Blah blah blah. And I tried saving onto them last year, but they just keep getting worse for wear. So I'm like, fuck it, dude. They got to come up. They look like shit. <laughs> so I borrowed the old man's tractor today, dude. It's got the excavator bucket on the back. Ooh, yeah. So I got to fucking do some excavating action today. And man, that shit's fun as fuck, dude. I don't like you got the right tools, man. Your job is going to be fucking delicious. Smooth uh, sailing, mate. Fucking hey, dude. Oh, uh, 
By the way, I don't know if you saw that, but somebody was asking if you mentioned the fear, which he did. So, is that going to be a lights camera? Did you say is that going to be a season two? Uh, No, it is not. I I don't know if it. I don't know if we can really. Do you know what? It's probably more of a gore and more. um, Okay, that's fair. Yeah, just just because it's. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it, so the pr- the premise of the film, just quickly, is is um these group of students, uni students, head up to a cabin in the woods, and in this cabin in the woods, there's a fucking dummy called Mar- Morty. It's like a wooden mannequin. It's really oh. weird, but and they sit it there and they tell all their fears um to it. Like, it's really weird. Like, so they'll sit in the circle and Morty be sitting there in the chair and they tell the um, Morty their fears. And then he elaborates on that and he takes them out one by one by using their fear against them, sort of thing. It's an interesting concept. Actually, it's got a cameo from Wes Craven in it, too. So, oh, mm, so that's nice. a, yeah, that's definitely a good selling point. And yes, TJ, I have seen the sequel, Halloween Night. That is a, one of those rare films that need to be released on uh, Blu-ray, actually. I think we've spoken about that a few times, but it's a yeah, it's interesting, interesting film. Awesome. So I will say, seeing that we're kind of on a little horror niche right now, I did mention this on Scuba Steve's uh, podcast. To which, let me say that shout out to our Project Louder brother, Mister Lord Scuba Stephen Vasquez, uh, myself. The boss man and Scoobs, uh, we all hopped on Scoobs podcast last night, somewhat supernatural, and did episode 10. We banged that out of the park and talked about the good old Sam Squatch. Yeah, so yeah. you can go catch that out on any of the other Project Louder stuff. And audio should be coming soon. Other than that, I did mention that on this that show, but I want to mention it here anyways because I don't care because I was super excited about it. But I'm going to meet fucking Bruce Campbell. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Coming up in uh, July, he's doing a tour called the Keep Your Distance Tour, which is fucking hilarious. And uh, they're going to be covering the anniversary. Uh, I think I believe it's the 40th anniversary of Evil Dead. So we're going to be watching that. And he's going to be doing Q&A. And um, the wife and I got the package where at least we get to do a photo op with them. They say they're going to have the photo app in front of the uh, of the cabin itself. So... Mm. What I'm thinking is just because you think like con setup and like quick setup, it's probably going to be a, a printed panel, yes. I would imagine. You know what I mean? Which is fine because yep. I'm yep. not there for that. I'm there to fucking get the picture with the man, the chin himself. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like That's going to be fucking great, dude. And the fact that he's coming through our little podunk town is just... I almost feel bad for him, but at the same time, mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how fucking awesome would it be if someone actually like replicated the actual just the front of the um, hut itself, like like you're fully standing on the timber porch and that with the like, dude. If they came that, with just the front facade, like to all these yeah. tours, that would be amazing. Oh, that would be told. That would be so worth the photo op price then. Like oh fucking no, no way. yeah no way dude it would be like at least probably triple the price. <laughs> but like I have a buddy man he got the Uber package so you get like two extra things. Uh, you can get him to sign two extra things right like whatever you want. So him and his wife did that. So he's like, well I got four signatures. He's like, I'm not going to use any. Do you want any? Or do you do you want something to sign? And I was like, now nah, I used to have a chainsaw I made for like one of my first like costumes way back in the day. I'm like, bro, I'll just fucking deconstruct that, use what I can, and rebuild the fucker just to have him sign it. Like, fuck. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. I reckon you didn't you have that um, in the background? uh, Was it last year for Goremal? I reckon I used to see a chainsaw in the background. Or was it a. Yeah, it's right there. It's actually. That's that's the one. Yeah. Yeah, that's the foam finger chainsaw from the musical. Oh, I could never sign that, but I think it, like, actually having, like, a prop prop yeah yeah um he said mention creep show what's going on with that Do you, is that something that you know that might be is something it, uh, we've, we've had a uh season two. Oh yeah so oh fuck yes right yeah right. so if Are you, you haven't seen show on shutter yeah so oh, okay. season okay. two right so in the i i was 
telling TJ about this. I was at work there um, watching it, and the second episode in, uh, I can't – fuck, TJ, help me out. What's the name of the episode? It's basically Dawn of the Dead meets Evil Dead. That's all I'm really? going to say. And uh, Ted Raimi's in it. And oh. so it's basically – it's all set at a news station, and Ted Raimi's on there doing like an antiques – road show like he's got the necronomicon he's actually got it there and then the guests like they're talking about it on tv and then he s- says the words on tv and it just starts an all-out fucking deadite fucking yeah showdown dude okay it's so, so I don't cool know if you ever played the okay you know, I, there's been a lot of evil dead games over the years but yep. there was one specifically for ps2 and i want to say it's oh my I god dude no, Hail to the King was for PS1. This one was something. It started with Day, didn't it? Oh my God, I fucking have it too. But I swear to God, that's like almost the exact premise of how that works in that game. Like how the shit goes off is because they're covering it on a like a news report or something like that, and somebody's like talking about it, and then they read it on the news, and then shit goes fucking haywire, and Ash yeah, happens yeah. to be in the bar. And, oh, dude, that's a. I'm gonna have to check that shit out, dude. Yeah, um, Greg, Greg, I think Greg Nicotero directed it. So I mean, like, you got the special effects designer from the first or the second film directing this. You know, you're in for a good time. The, yeah, and that's right, TJ. Yeah, there's like a Mister Rogers type esque uh, show where a bloke just paints, and it, you can see like little Easter eggs. Like, there's a paint. He's painting the cabin in the woods, and then he comes out like this total badass and just starts taking out dead eyes. It's um, uh, it's pretty cool. No shit. Yeah, definitely suss it. Hell yeah, dude. I will. I will. So other than that, man, I've been going back to this, what we're talking today. I've been playing Injustice all week. Yeah. And it's phenomenal, man. It's been a minute since I've, you know, I just dove into story mode, played quick little arcade, some star missions. Nothing too crazy, but just enough to wet the whistle again so we can yeah. talk about this shit today. Hell yeah. And I think I think we should do that, man. So uh, without further ado, you want to take it away, brother? Yes, sir, I can. So Injustice Gods Among Us, uh, from 2013, uh, developer NetherRealm Studios, publisher Warner Brothers Interactive, director Ed Boone, the man himself, Mm -hmm. producers Adam Urbano, Hans P. Lowe, uh, designers Paolo Garcia and John Edwards, artist Steve Byrne, Writers Brian Chard, Dominic Cinciello, I think I said that right. Um, John Sounds Vogel, John Greenberg, uh, composers Christopher Drake, Dean Grinfelder, Chris Velasco, and Sasha Dickasian. <laughs> I think I said that right. Dickasian? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with that. that, that. <laughs> <laughs> it just threw me off for a second because I think even when I was typing it the first time, it threw me off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they really like us to struggle with these fucking names, I tell you. Dickie Cyan. Dickie Let me go Cyan. with that. <laughs> that sounds better. It's a nice color of blue. Uh, so without further ado, before we get into the uh, good old plot rundown and everything, what we've been doing the last couple of weeks following Gormor, uh <laughs> feature is we've been watching this trailer so here we go Peggy 16 this isn't what we signed up for I let myself believe we were making things better. But we're not. Man's aggression cannot be tempered, only quelled. We are here to save mankind. So many lives lost because I held back. No good comes from hero worship. We have hidden in the shadows long enough. We must stand up to this regime once and for all. 
say we have one last dance. <laughs> Alrighty, so that was that sweet. Uh, that was actually the gameplay trailer. I believe it was tagged as for Injustice: Gods Among Us. Um, fantastic game, first and foremost. And I mean, I I can't speak for Brody, but I remember when the this the demo and shit came out, dude. I played it fucking fierce, and it might have been obviously well. It definitely was because NetherRealm Studio was dropping a new baby. And it was just like, oh, what is this? You know what I mean? Like, gimme, gimme, gimme. Absolutely. Um, you want to do the plot rundown, brother? That I can, sir. So we begin in an alternate Earth where Batman is interrogating Joker as to where he was able to get a nuke. As we get the old back and forth between the two arch nemesis, we get interrupted by Superman doing his best Kool-Aid man impression by bursting in <laughs> through the wall. <laughs> After we find out Joker essentially tricked Superman into thinking his love, Lois Lane, who also happened to be pregnant with Clark's son, was his enemy. Doomsday. The nuke's trigger was tied to Lois's heart rate, so when Superman killed her and his child, he took the city of Metro Metropolis uh, with them. Metropolis. In me fuck. You're good. It. Enraged. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, oh, that's, that's fucked. I had a few beverages last night. I think that's the blame. So yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Enraged, uh, Superman confronts Joker, ending in punching him through the chest, finally and ending the clown prince. Years later, Superman runs a new world order known as the One Earth Re Regime, and Batman and his insurgency is in need of help, some help to stop him, from which he transports some of our own universes' Justice League members into help put an end to superman's stranglehold on the world yes so bang oh my god um this was like i mentioned previous this was netherrealm studios first attempt at a new ip and they came out of the gate strong it wasn't something that they haven't tackled with before and obviously, you know, you can catch our previous episode on that lovely piece called MK versus DC. I'm sorry, DCU, actually, technically. Don't want to get yelled at for that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, they they came in and, you know, they had a formula from MK, so they already had a basis, but they, Ed Boone said from the get-go, this needed to be something different. It needed to feel like its own thing. And it does. Like, I feel like if you like if you played Mortal Kombat, you can hop into this easy enough and pick it up relatively fast. But it still has its own, completely own mechanics to it. You know what I mean? To separate yep. it from its each other. Even though we get MK characters. So, mm. which, dude, I don't know. Side note on that. I, <laughs> I love the MK characters in the Injustice games. But my problem is playing them, my mind instinctively goes to try to play them like an MK. Yes. And that don't fucking work because you go to hit the fucking like B button or the circle button, depending on what you're playing. Yeah. And you know what I mean? You're, that would be normally like your back kick where this is, would be is your, you know, your characters, uh, what the hell they call it? Your character move or something like bullshit like that. We have it more in the notes on that. Yeah. But what was your first impressions on this game, dude? Yeah, well, you know, like it, it wasn't a game that I was definitely going to go out and like rush to buy because as much as I love DC and I'd, I'd, I'd previously played it with our old MK versus DC there for a bit. Um, and I was like, well, if – Netherrealm can actually like conjure up something really good, then I'll be impressed. To which I was the first time I played it. Like it was um it was very fun. And like you said, it had the the structure of um bloody Mortal Kombat already. But there was a little part of me screaming inside being like, where are their fatalities? 
where's the fatalities? I, it's just, I know it's a completely different game and in, in that sense, but I just wanted those sweet fatalities in the, so, but yeah, like overall, yeah, I thought it was a, I thought it was a great game to play. And like you said, there was a time where, you know, this fucking get over here, but I was blocking or doing instead. Um, it's just those controls. I mean, you just got to get used to them. So, mm-hmm. but in, in saying that, yeah, no, I, I, I really enjoyed this game and I think the story in itself is um, pretty neat. All right. No, it's, I mean, every, I remember when this first came out, some people right off the bat said, oh, this is stupid, dude. How is Batman fighting Superman? You know what I mean? Like, and it's fucking kryptonite. Yeah. Little, little kryptonite super pills that Superman himself made. And like it's you know so, something so simple, but it's just like, yeah, that works. I dig like you know what I mean. Yeah, explains it right away, and you know obviously story will get to that. Not nah, obviously. Oops, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we did that with the plot rundown, anyways. But let's let's go into uh, our characters here, and I want to mention before we listen. So the character screen in itself is set up with our quote universes, heroes and villains, not this alternate reality to which we are playing in the story and our characters come in. So that being said, you want to take this uh, list, buddy? You want to take the. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so the characters. um, So, yeah, that we get uh, a flash uh, Nightwing. Batman, Cyborg, Green Arrow, Superman, Raven, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Hawkgirl, Shazam, Green Lantern, uh, Joker, Harley Quinn, Solomon Grundy, Lex Luthor, Catwoman, Deathstroke, the OG himself. Um, Now, is that just Ares? Ares? Ares. Ares, right. Yeah. Killer Frost. Doomsday, Sinestro, Sinestro, uh, Black Adam, and Bane. Then, if you we get the Ultimate Edition slash DLC, we get Martian Manhunter, Lobo, Zatanna, Zod, Batgirl, and Scorpion. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's a hell of a fucking roster coming in for a very first game out the gate, and. It's tight. When it when it came down to like worst character, when we talk later, I'm not gonna lie, it was it was a tough call. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. I, I actually nearly said. Well, I, I was gonna write. No, I think they're all great characters, but there was one. I found one. Okay. Ooh. I mean, it was tough. I it was tough. Yeah. No. Like. Okay. So this game. And like more okay, so with Mortal Kombat, the closest thing with Mortal Kombat and this is our super moves, our basic, like, you know what I mean? So Batman's grappling hook or his batarangs or you know what I mean, like Superman's heat vision. That's straight up MK. That's what we know. But we have a few different things with gameplay that obviously, like we talked about, we changed. So Injustice is a 2D fighter. And obviously, similar to RMK, but with a few different twists in its own direction. The fighters essentially break down into two groups known as power users and gadget users, which also, you know, obviously allow the characters to interact with the environment differently. And in playing this, obviously, you got, I always call them heavies versus lights, but you know what I mean? It's the same deal where if you got Superman or Grundy, he's going to pick something up. And fucking chuck it at you. But if you're Batman or like Green Arrow, you're going to go up and like plant an explosive on that device to like shatter it into them. So, but it makes sense. It's awesome. I enjoy it. Uh, Let's see. What else you got? Unlike MK, this game does not feature a dedicated block button. Instead of utilizing the back button block style, similar to Street Fighter. Now, buddy, I don't know about you, but this is what threw me off. Because I'm not necessarily good with the back block, back block style. 
like MK, we've always had dedicated blocks. You know what I mean? It's always been the bumper. Yep. So how'd you feel on this one? Yeah, I I rarely used it. Um, it, it was actually a little bit of a yeah, bastard to use, I found, in, in, that's in saying that. But I, I've always been one to like, if I'm playing computers, I never use block for some fucking reason. I'm just like, ah, like I'm yeah. swinging like a fucking windmill. <laughs> and, um, but if I, like, obviously if I'm versing someone and I really want to beat their ass, I, I try to use block as much as I can. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just, it was really, really different. I mean, like after all these years of playing with Mortal Kombat and you get the feel for that, and then they sort of switched up the move set on this. I was like, nah. I don't know. It's a little bit of curveball for sure. I don't think it's necessarily terrible because obviously it's used in so many fighters, but it's definitely way more of a timing thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yep. But it, I guess the idea is in thought your hands already on the D pad. So in that way, you don't have to remove your, you don't have to move any other appendages besides your thumb of what you're already doing. So, all right. Like I said, wasn't my wasn't a complete turn off. It was just definitely like, oh, all right, this is going to mm. change things up a little bit here. So the fighting style in this game is also based on other fighters as well, ditching what we know as the MK style. And I you know I keep bringing it up, but this is fatality, motherfuckers, and we love MK, so it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? And this Absolutely. is once again, this is also we're talking spinoffs from Nether Realm. This is coming from MK versus DC, so I'm gonna reference it a lot. <laughs> I'm not. I shouldn't even apologize for it, honestly, dude. You know what I mean? Like, do not, dude, like do hey, not. you're here to listen about MK most of the time. We're just happen to be on this point. So, ditching the MK style that we know uh, of each button controlling a limb, and more so the newer MKs, obviously from nine and nine to uh, what we got now. Instead of giving us Instead, giving us a light, medium, and heavy attack, as well as a character trait button. That's what I was trying to say earlier. <laughs> that activates a unique ability or fighting style. Now, I thought that was kind of cool. The whole character trait. Like, everybody's... I mean, obviously, some are greater than others. But, dude, I mean, I... Okay, Cyborg has the best... And it might be the cheapest too, but the fact that you can just regenerate a good section of health is your, that's your, like, that's awesome. But, you know, Batman's is all right, but it's kind of weak, like with his uh, little robotic bats and all that bullshit. Yeah. But how'd you feel on this, man? Did you, uh, did you like it? Did it throw you off a little bit? Yeah. Like, as I said before, these little new traits coming in for this game, like, it's a cool little introduction to a brand new game, I, th I think, but I just couldn't really, yeah, get the feel for it. And like, as you said, the cyborg thing's cool. I mean, who, who wouldn't want to fucking do that when you're just about to get beaten and your health bar goes back up just to piss your opponent off? Mm hmm I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, hold on, let me revert that combo back. <laughs> I'm like, you're about to kill me, are you, motherfucker? Check again. <laughs> <laughs> so, and besides, yeah. nice, dude. Oh, sorry. So, besides story mode, the games also feature arcade mode, online play, training, and a section called Star Lab Missions, to where you play uh, up to ten story s battles for each fighter, each containing three stars to be earned by completing certain tasks during the mission. These contain elements of fighting. Mini games that rely on like certain platforming and like just kind of like the mini games also in the story mode and uh, button rhythm and like stealth. So, dude, and there was a lot of them. I think there was like 209 with the original base game. And then the DLC brought like another 60 of them. Uh, Oh my goodness, Mr. Pete Ward. What's up, buddy? Welcome. Peter, Peter, Nippolita. How are you, mate? Fuck it, eh? So, Pete mentions the clash mechanic was fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you, brother. I, I, it was kind of a bitch way to get some health back, or, I mean, 
hopefully you can end the combo but at the same time like fuck that dude use your use your ultimate move at, like save that shit well, i could actually hear pete screaming that that clash right? mechanic was fucking stupid fuck. <laughs> uh, it was fuck dude funny. it yeah. fucking was uh so that was what he was talking about is the wager system so it allows did i did i already talk about this jesus christ um, we just vaguely mentioned it. Okay. Uh, so the last thing is MK versus DC. There are level transitions. However, in this, it goes into a cutscene dealing damage to the fighter pushed set into into said transition, and then leading into a whole new area of the arena or the second level. And if it's got, it's always got it on one of the opposite sides. Uh, oh my God, Pete, please do. <laughs> yes, do it ASAP. <laughs> he said he's gonna send us a video of him screaming at us. Oh my god, dude! If I could upload that somehow in the show, it's it's a, I, that'd be probably <laughs> maybe for next maybe for next one because next thing we be justice too. So it's kind of referenced into it. Yes, but yeah, okay. So like I said, like in MK versus DC, we got level transitions, which we talked about in that episode. Um, but that was more of mini game level transitions. And you still stayed in the same arena. You just went to a different section of it where this arena just has two different sides, depending on which transition. And you always get two different transitions, usually on opposing sides of each map. Um, dude, these were awesome. I thought some, I some of them were better than the others, but yeah, nice little, nice little um, turnaround especially um when you're fighting your opponent they're actually yeah pretty decent layout too can i ask you uh do you remember any specific ones that you enjoyed the most oh i know that's that's a that's that's a tough question because i haven't played it for a hot minute no that's fine dude i didn't mean to put you on the spot i was just that's all good but i do i do vaguely remember um there was a oh, fuck. What was it? There was one that sort of just sticks into my head, and I do apologize that I, I should know this. I really should. Fuck. No, it's all right. So I'm going to bring up one just for reference, and yeah. I think it's one of my favorite ones, which unfortunately might go into a topic we're talking later. But so the Arkham Asylum one. There's two different yeah. spots in Arkham Asylum. There's the lunchroom, and then there's the main hall with Hugo Strange there. So yep. the one. If you punch him over to the right, you knock him into the cell and it's Scarecrow. Scarecrow and it's Freddy Scarecrow because we're coming out of Arkham Arkham Asylum and Arkham Knight and all that other shit. So they were still riding on those coattails. So he, he stabs you, go into his big mode where you played Batman and you had to sneak him around and shit like that. Those were awesome little mini games in that. <laughs> guys Did you ever play those, dude? No, not at oh, all, man. They were great. So brings him into that, and then he knocks you in the lunchroom. But then, obviously, from the other lunchroom, it knocks you in another cell, and you run into, I believe it's Croc, Penguin, and Two-Face, and they all get a hit on you before they transition you into the next section. And it's just shit like that, dude. That was fucking awesome, because then it just throws like all these extra characters that you can't play as, but they're still like, they're there in the game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And no, because I, I was only thinking that early. I was like, well, for that, for my worst or least favorite uh, character, I'm like, why the fuck did they put Scarecrow in this? And I mean, at least we got Scarecrow in this for a little bit of sense. Of, oh yeah. Oh, Pete's going on MK versus DC. <laughs> Mate, you're one week late. No, I know what he's talking about, though, dude. The combo training and that shit was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I remember there was something that pissed me off I couldn't do. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Injustice. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, man. You want, to, uh, you want to hit a little bit of behind the scenes here, buddy? That I can, sir. That I can. So the campaign was a, co- a collaboration of writers from NetherRealm Studios as well as DC Comics. This was described by NetherRealm as Story Mode 3.0 and was, according to lead designer John Edwards, was written to explain how characters that wouldn't normally battle each other but could go to head injustice. So, yeah. 
had his work cut out for him there. Right. But like I said, it was a very simple game mechanic, like which we discussed earlier. And I believe it's, uh, oh my God, I can't remember who you, you might be. Is it Batman? No. Jesus, fuck. I already, I literally just played it too. But anyways, you come in and Ollie's eating the pill. And that's where you yep. get explained. He's like, oh, it's a little, you know, that Earth Batman. It's a Kryptonian pill. And it like ups their fucking strength and durability like by 10 thousandths of a, it's ridiculous, dude. Like, so essentially, I don't think they become, well, do, would Superman make his people as strong as him? I doubt it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, especially if you want to be top dog. I mean, you wouldn't. Right. So, I mean, he's still going to make them strong as fuck so they can survive, but, you know. <laughs> he's selfish. Fuck you, Superman. But at the same time, dude, I think the, the collaboration here, they did an awesome story. They definitely uh, perfected it with going into Injustice 2 and MKX. But this was a great takeoff point. I wish... I wish they remastered this. I'm not going to lie because the cutscenes, the cutscenes look a little eh. funky. Yeah, they. Uh, it's weird. Is that coming by background noise? My bad, dude. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking oh, sub pump. Jesus, goddamn. <laughs> um, I need TJ now. Yeah, my like, motherfucker. I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried to hit mute. I was talking. Uh, uh, what else we got, buddy? What else we got behind the scenes here? So uh, several other characters are playable in the game. However, just as different skin, a few examples are Thomas Wayne, Batman, uh, Jay Garrick as Flash, Damian Wayne as Nightwing, and John Stewart as Green Lantern. Hell yeah. I thought this was cool. Uh, they bring it over in Injustice 2 as well. Yep. But it's a way to keep you know throw a couple more characters in there without necessarily like building new characters. And yes. fuck, man, it works. You know what I mean? Like, oh, absolutely. I I I love playing Jay Garrick Flash, dude. I don't know. It's something about the old school, like, yeah, just silver era, man. Nostalgia, right? Right. Well, I don't know. <laughs> just you know, I never read those comics so much, so but I just always liked that like golden age design and shit, dude. Yep. But all right, what else we got? Uh, the Android iOS version of the game also featured a few other characters not featured in the main console game, such as Darkseid, Killer Croc, and Static. Yeah. yeah. So the mobile game was pretty interesting. And yes, Pete, uh, Stephen Amell did voice his Green Arrow for the game too, which was actually pretty awesome. And that was yes. actually a free DLC, I believe. I don't think that was maybe that was in a pack. I can't remember, but I think you could have got that from playing the Injustice Mobile game as well. Yep, yep. So this is the first time NetherRealm Studio did the mobile game shit, obviously, and then they did it with MKX, and now it's just Mortal Kombat. They did it with Injustice Two, so I don't know if the Injustice Two one's still up. Pu, I know because I know you do. They have a little bit more in that shit than I do. Well, a lot more. Uh, <laughs> did you end yeah, up playing the same version? A little bit. It was different. I um, I wasn't big on it. I'm not. I dude, phone games just don't ever do it for me. I I don't know what it is. Yeah, and I'm not trying to discredit them by any means because I know a lot of people like them. But I it just doesn't do anything for me. Like I can't. It does. You put it on a switch. I'll play that shit for hours. I don't understand yeah. it, dude. But for some reason, I play a game on my phone and I'm just like, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> i know yeah, i'm fucking spoiled i don't know it's fucking weird but no it wasn't terrible terrible and like if you definitely needed that injustice fix on the run you know what i mean it, it kind of gave it to you for sure and it was cool because you once you linked it i think you linked it you got a free flash costume yeah and then you can earn other costumes that would unlock now if you bought the ultimate edition it comes with those costumes maybe there was there might have been a few more maybe you could get but i think it gave you most of those so yep um according to p injustice 2 is still up actually 
And yes, MKX got turned into the MK Mobile. So sweet. Dude. And Justice 3 might happen. I don't know. But they say, uh, like we talked last week, they're working on supposedly a Marvel game right now. So we will see. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm hoping we get something at uh E3. It's coming up soon, so you never know. That'd be fucking sick. Let's see. What else we got, brother? We got any more? Yeah, so uh, similar to Boone's previous uh, DC-related title, Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe, they u- the use of the DC Comics license implied restrictions to the amount of violence in the game. However, Boone intended to push the teen rating by replacing violence with crazy over-the-top action. When questioned if the studio's past experience with Mortal Kombat and its characteristic violence would influence Injustice, Boone replied that he wanted to keep the two titles as separate entities. Yes. Which is kind of funny because he keeps throwing fucking Mortal Kombat characters in there. <laughs> he, he's honestly cock-teasing us, I swear. He's fucking... I love Ed Boone, dude. I do, but he does, man. Like, whatever their new game is, it's going to be terrible when it comes down to the teasing. <laughs> um... Yeah, it okay, so it does. It it definitely feels like its own game. But once again, I don't think we keep like if he does Injustice 3, we don't need Mortal Kombat characters in Justice 3. There's so many DC characters out there, dude, that you could fill them spots. Exactly. And that almost kind of goes with the whole MK thing. Like, I do love the guest characters. Do not get me wrong. But there's so much more potential of like other MK characters that you could bring back and redo for those spots or give us, you know what I mean? Like, oh, absolutely. I, yeah. I think if you're basing it on a comic book, there's that many, many characters and villains and heroes in that world. Why not bring some of them back? I mean, oh my God, dude, there's fucking, I don't want to say millions because that, I mean, it might be at this point, but. You know what I mean? There's like thousands upon thousands that you could choose from and randomly bring in. And- Absolutely. I mean, like I said before, they left Scarecrow out. Yes, they did have him in the game, but not as a playable character. And they put, yeah, my least fucking favorite uh, player in. I'm like, yeah, sorry to keep going back to that. Is, your, just, that's is your lead way, is it, cat, is it Catwoman? No, no, no. I've already <laughs> said her. I've already said her. <laughs> nah, I was just saying, um, I feel like they did her justice in this game. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Like, I um, honestly, yeah, she, they, they did. I think they learned from uh, DC versus uh, MK because I had her as my worst for that. Um, but anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's sick, nasty in this game, dude. So fast. So fast. Absolutely. Uh, what else we got, brother? So, uh, prior to the game's release, Warner Brothers Interactive and DC Entertainment launched a 10-week-long online marketing campaign called the Injustice Battle Arena. The web series hosted by Taryn Southern featured weekly matchups between the playable cast in a tournament-style format. So, each week, the arena was updated with different uh, versus scenarios. So the fans could vote for their favorite characters and a video uh, depicting the winner of each round would be released following each voting period. So videos detailing the skills and strengths of the combatants, sorry, including Vox Pop and celebrity interviews were released alongside each new pair of challenges. Voters could redeem free rewards, ranging from Xbox Live avatar accessories to a downloadable character skin based on Green Arrow's appearance in the television series Arrow. Yeah, which was mentioned by our beloved friend, Mr. Pete Ward, earlier. Um, I always I like the Green Arrow skin, but honestly, like, I like the normal Green Arrow better, dude, because that Green Arrow was fucking Alan. Uh, oh, my God. What the hell is his last name? Uh, Turdick or whatever. Uh, from fucking, he's from Firefly, and he plays. Uh, oh my holy shit! Recovered is, is, is he uh, uh, Tucker and Dale? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's Tucker. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah. Or no. Yeah, he's, he's one yeah, of them, isn't he? Uh, yeah, El, is Ellen to, to Dirk or some shit? Yeah, yes, 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 yes. So he voices Ollie in this game, dude, and I think he does a fucking great job. Yeah. Um, but Stephen, because Stephen Amell's version is just so more like, I'm Batman. It's like, no, I'm, I'm, Green, Arrow. I'm, I'm Green Arrow. Stop that. <laughs> no, you're, there's only you. one Batman. You don't need to be Batman, too. <laughs> Cut it oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> Stop that. Bit of a side oh. note, sorry. Bit of a yeah, side note. Who, if, if they're going to make a Green Arrow film, who would you like to see play Green Arrow? They were making a Green Arrow film. Yep. Who would you like to say, uh, see play him? Oh, man. Well, I don't want him to play like CW Arrow. Yep. I have to say that first. Um, you know, fuck, dude. He's already, and what sucks is he's already in the DC universe. But, uh, holy shit, he's playing, he's playing your boy. He he wasn't Snyder cut there. He's fucking desperate. Oh, he? Uh, what the fuck is his name? Joe Magna, Joe Magna, oh, Joe Maganello. Yeah, yeah. I think he would be a great Ollie, dude. Like, I don't know if he'd yep. be like he's too big to be Ollie, but I don't know. Like, I feel like Ollie's, like, a pretty fucking, like, solidly built dude. Like, I feel like he's just as big as Batman. Yeah, uh, yeah. But unfortunately, he's, well, not unfortunately, fortunately enough, he's Deathstroke, and I hope they keep him as Deathstroke because I think Oh, they like, fucking better. I think that's perfect, perfect right? choice. Oh, when they announced him, I was like, oh, my God. I think I jizzed in my pants. It was that fucking – I was excited. Know, have you ever seen uh, – oh, my God, the – Newest Pee Wee movie that came out a few years ago. Yeah, what the fuck's what the fuck is Joe Manganiello doing in that film? Honestly, dude, but that was fucking hilarious, man. Like that's, that's what I mean. Oh, it was so fucking funny, and oh, it hit me for six. I was like, what? Just that he's playing himself and that shit, dude. It's so great. Oh. Him and Pee Wee's fondness for miniatures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, but no, man. I think. I think he would. I think he would make a good Ollie. I'm trying to think who else, dude. Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. Who's that? You have to. Jacks from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay. I can definitely see that for sure. Just with his blonde, slick back hair and his little fucking blonde goatee, and. All right. I yeah. I mean, dude, if we if this was in the '90s, I would definitely have to say, uh, what's his name, Robin Loxley there. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. He was the original. Green, yeah, he was the original Green Arrow. Oh man. <laughs> Anyways, so I think we are on to our questions here, sir. That's so. The, uh, that we, uh, first time you played it, buddy, and what did you play it on? Uh, so I played it on a pl- PlayStation Three. Um, and like I said earlier, to be honest, I've only played it a few times. Um, but from what I recall, obviously it's a great game to play. But the, it was it was the next town over from us that had a huge video store, and like as I, I remember, wasn't rushing out to buy it or anything. Um, I'd heard about it, uh, but they had it set up in there so you could actually just sort of like get the feel for it and that if you obviously wanted to buy it or not. So, yeah, I played it a couple of times and uh, I remember thinking, like, it was pretty cool, you know, with the DC characters. The graphics are extremely well done, but um, there was that, that like I said earlier, it's the, it's the Mortal Kombat layout and that just keeps coming back to me uh, too close to my heart, mate. It's There was no fatalities, just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, right. I just, I, I know I keep repeating myself and I sound like a broken record, but I just. You're fine. I just got to fucking say, yeah. So basically, yeah, um, that's where I, that's the right. first time I played. What about you, mate? So the first time I technically played it was when the uh, demo dropped. Ooh. There were, it was just Batman, Wonder Woman, and blah, 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 was it Green Arrow? No. Joker? Might have been Joker. Yes, uh, I think it was. And then you fought Doomsday as the boss, but you couldn't play him. But anyways, they give you those three characters, and I think they give you maybe like two levels, or like, yeah, two levels. Obviously, the transition. Yep. 
it was dude i was kind of hooked from that point like i played that demo so feverishly i was just like oh dude i couldn't wait <laughs> and i didn't go ham though when it came out because there was like a couple different like collector's editions and shit but i did buy the collector's edition of like mk9 but that was like a hundred bucks and it was cool but i think injustice had like a statue of like batman choking wonder woman or some bullshit like that and i was just like ah i don't need to spend a hundred bucks on that you know what i mean like i don't know it just wasn't really there was a, there was one that was actually more expensive it was like 150 and like mk9 it was a fighter stick edition so there was one with an just fighter stick which was the idea is pretty sweet but i'm terrible on fighter sticks so that's a, that's a nay for me as well <laughs> yeah nah that's pretty but, pricey for that too. Oh yeah, yeah. I wasn't really trying to trap them bones like that back then. Um, if it was now, eh, you know, a little different. But yeah, and then of course I played it on the 360. So, all righty. So favorite character, hero, and villain, sir. And we're wow. gonna go up the roster like we discussed before. How it's set up. You know how we split it down like for our universe how it is so yeah so well i might start off with my favorite villain uh deathstroke i mean what more can i say about him and then than the fact that i love fucking deathstroke like i i actually remember um choosing him the first time i played this game and I, I just love the way he moves with his combo special moves and not to mention he's easy he's, he's very easy to play with and um which is a pretty damn, uh, well, that's a, that's a bonus for me. I mean, um, and I also nearly give him my best super moves little segment, but yeah, you know, they'd be very biased of me to do that. So yeah, no, that's fine. But um, for for hero, I um, geez, this this was actually a bit of a tough one. I think, yeah, it was out of um, well, I went with I went with Batman. I mean, it's fucking Batman. Um, in that sense. <laughs> Fair enough. So you're yeah, like not too much cliche, but Batman. Yeah, pretty much. Like, uh, the, like we were talking about earlier. There's so many fucking good characters in this game with neat little fucking like little tricks that they have up their sleeve. You know, it was um, yeah. I mean, yeah, Batman. Fuck it, Batman. Even I'm still trying to decide on myself. I'm like, is it Batman? Is it this one? Like, no, that's fine. No, Bat- Batman had that sweet um. It was essentially it was oh my god i'm gonna fuck up on the, the name of it but he essentially caught your move and he knocked you down twisted and he always like broke your ankle dude that shit was fucking gnarly yeah oh yeah and i feel like they made him their scorpion of the game which makes sense because you know obviously the grappling hooks and stuff but instead of the getting over here it's more like i'm gonna come at you you know what i mean like yeah. Yeah. which is great although he does the get down here that was why Ooh, i was just saying, yeah because he does the upward one and he's like get down here i was like oh little scorpion reference there I'm like all right here we go and then they obviously brought scorpion in so <laughs> fuck yeah dude um all right so hero and villain so hero for me and i know we kind of talked about him a lot earlier but honestly dude it's green arrow I fucking love the way he fights in this game. He just fights nasty. He's got range, obviously. Yep. Um, the fact that his super his superpower button, his B, is just his normal arrow shot. That's great. Yep. So that's already an easy projectile off the bat. And then obviously you can change that to where you can get electric, fire, or ice arrows. Um, he's got the slide kick, which is, you know... That's a, that's a sub-zero move right there. So that's like perfect at home for me. Absolutely. And I feel like it's because he fights the closest to what I would feel almost like an MK character would fight. And I feel like that's how I would do Like, that's why I love Kung Jin. You know what I mean? Like he was fucking nasty. Yes. And, uh, yep. But that's MKX. We're talking about injustice. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to have to say uh, follow-up for Hero is actually Nightwing. Because I liked how he had the double weapon style, which was really nice yep. to where he had the, well, I, I would call them, I don't know if they're actually tonfas, but he did almost Cali sticks, I guess. And then he'd go into obviously the full bow staff. 
And he's just so fast too, dude. Just loved him. Mm-hmm. And for villain, this is gonna be uh it's a tie between two, man. And it's gonna be Catwoman, who we actually mentioned mm-hmm. also. She's so fucking fast, dude. So fast. And her combos, man, you link up her combos with her special attack with B. If you charge up that, you can hit him with a nasty this fucking combo. But on top of that, I also have to go with Lex Luthor, dude, because I fucking Ooh. love his giant robot suit. He's just nasty as fuck. Yep. And not to jump ahead, but he has one of my he has my favorite super move. So uh, yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. I can I can so, say why. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. So I would actually probably have to say Lex over Catwoman, but Catwoman's right fucking there. So I felt like I had to mention her. Yep. Alrighty. So and this is a this is a hard question. So least favorite hero and villain in this game. Right. Right. Well, I see. Well, this is the thing. I don't know if she is a fucking villain or a hero. And it was Zatanna. Okay, so she's a hero. Oh, is she? Well, yep. yeah, I fucking hate her. Um I was like, <laughs> who, who the fuck is this character? Yes, she is sexy looking, but her fighting skills just doesn't cut it for me one bit. She throws like magic cards and shit. I mean, just very mediocre at best. And I've never heard of this character in my lifetime until this game. And she was one of Batman's side pieces. Oh, true. Yeah, well, right. it, it all, I guess I, I should say, and depending on whatever iteration you're reading, because obviously there's like a multitude of universes and all that other shit. Yeah. Yeah. And the OG stuff, she was one of Batman's side pieces. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, just, I mean, and look, fucking said this. I mean, this is about the fourth time I've said it. Could add Scarecrow in there over this. But anyway, we don't get him until the second film, uh, the game. Um, so awesome. that's my hero. Now, all right, villain. Who, fuck, who do I have villain? Um, might have been Harley Quinn. <laughs> Fucked yeah. Females. <laughs> sexist. I'm being sexist. Very sexist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Oh shit. Her you know super what? move I, was weak, dude. That's for yeah. sure. Like they gave was her. That, yeah. Was it the cake blowing up underneath their groin or some shit? Or Correct. Something? Yeah. Yep. It was just like a slide and then a pie bomb underneath yeah, the groin. I'll just, I'll just go with her. She's fucking overrated. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> You're like, you know what? I've seen too much of Harley Quinn, so just fuck her. Mm. Sorry. Sorry I couldn't give you an exact uh, reason why, but because um, I wasn't too sure if Zatanna was a hero or a villain. She's, yeah. No, yeah. She came in on the, believe it or not, actually, well, they put our scor- beloved Scorpion on the villain side, but it makes sense because it's like MK1 kind of Scorpion, so. That's yeah, when we yeah. thought he was a bad guy. All right. So let's see. Least favorite characters for me. I feel like for villain wise, I just couldn't get Killer Frost flowing as much as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought she was a cool character. I just yep. personally sucked with her. Um, I loved her alternate, her alternate though, dude, with the Mohawk. Fucking great. The regime. Yeah, it looks sick. Fucking A, dude. She looks like an a, a punk girl, dude, from the 80s. Hell yeah. And I'm going to say my worst hero, ooh, is probably, see, I mean, they all float, I don't know. So, Tana, I do kind of suck with Antana, but I'm trying to think. I'm going to try to go off the main base ones here. Mm, probably Green Lantern, dude. Like, I love yeah. that. They, okay. They fixed up Green Lantern hardcore from MK versus DC, and I should have mentioned this earlier, but I still just like, I just personally wasn't good with him. Like, yep. he's big projectile based, which I enjoy sometimes, but I like being more up in your face, like the actual like hand to hand combat and stuff, dude. Like, so like you said, your yep. Batman's Nightwings, all that good shebang. So those are gonna be my picks then. I'm actually starting to think I'm sounding a bit more like Kano when I say my least favorite characters. The majority yeah. of them have been fucking girls. <laughs> Sonya, she fucking sucks. Fucking Sonya, you dog. All righty. So let's see. We are on favorite level, buddy. 
Uh, favorite level. I I had um now yeah, this is really hard for me to pronounce. Is it Themistria? Themistria? Kira? Themistria? Yeah, that's the one. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's just I, I thought it was like a beautiful, uh, beautiful design and layout, uh, especially with that background presence of uh, you know the statues, and it somewhat mm. reminds me of uh, Mortal Kombat in a sense. Um, I can see that. You know, yeah. Um, I thought that was a cool little level, and I think it's a bit of a love love letter to Mortal Kombat in that sense. Um, and I mean. If I really wanted to get nostalgic about it, I would have chose Gotham Gotham City. I really like that. Um, that that level's pretty dope, and it's a. But yeah, no, uh, that uh, fuck, I can't even say it. How do you say it? Themyscira. Themyscira. Yeah, it's it's a little dope throwback to the old gladiator days. I find you know, medieval ancient. It reminds me a little bit of Shao Kahn's um, arena. Uh, is it in MK Nine? Yeah, which we actually get to see in Scorpion's intro when he starts yeah. the fight. He's about to yeah. kill uh, Zero right in front of Shao Kahn in the MK9 right. in his MK9 arena, which is dope. Yeah, um, so I'd go with that, mate. All right, so Wonder Woman's levels. I'm scared, dude. Which, by the way, has one of the funniest level transitions. I'm going to side note on that of yeah. you getting kicked or punched, and then hitting off a statue, and then just tumbling down a fuck ton of stairs. <laughs> by a rock and then getting thrown on the dock. <laughs> Stair tumble, dude, is fucking great. Um, for mine, I already kind of mentioned it earlier, and I know it's probably a little cliche, but I'm gonna have to go with Arkham Asylum. Yeah, and it's specifically because of the level transitions, because you get the extra like asylum characters that fuck with you in the transit. You know what I mean? It's not just you getting banged around here and there. It's actually other people like fucking with you, and it's. I don't know. It almost gives you hope that, oh, ooh, maybe they'll add those characters in the game, like on DLC. They didn't, but, you know. Yep. Uh, Although they did with Martian Manhunter because he was in the background and, you know, they brought him in and stuff. So, not very nice. All righty. Let's see. And what else are we on here? Favorite super move. So, obviously, this would ooh. normally be favorite fatality. However, we don't have fatalities in this game. So, so we're going PG thirteen. Oh, right now, um, super move. It would be uh, Lobo. Is it Lobo? Yeah. Ooh. How he, how he grabs his chains. Yeah. I'll I'll just for our listeners, I'll I'll break it down. So he grabs his chains and slams his uh, slams them into his opponent by pulling them in, and then it connects to him, and then he summons his bike and proceeds to flip on it. He then runs into his opponent with the bike, sending them flying into the air, and then shoots his opponent with the shotgun. The opponent then lands in front of one of the exhaust pipes, to which Lobo then tortures his opponent's face with the exhaust pipes before giving you a you suck and then shows his opponent the middle finger, which is censored, before laughing and driving off. I honestly thought this was Rob Zombie. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, you know what? I, I almost didn't want to pick that because I figured you might. Um, And goddamn, dude, it is such a good... It's just such a good fucking move. Uh, it's so fucking bad. I, like, I love it. Super move, as they call it. Ah, oh, so good. So funny. And it fits the character perfectly. Um, Absolutely. Not to, so, obviously, I'm not going to pick that because I don't want this to go that quickly. But that's gonna have, that would be my runner-up for sure. But my favorite is going to go to my boy Lex Luthor. Um, only because anytime you show of like from the earth perspective of an explosion that shit fucking sells me all the fucking time mm -hmm. and i yep. think it stems back to when i used to play like a lot of dragon ball z fighter games and shit like that because they always had that dude when you do like some like ultra move and then it would show like a camera position out in space where it's like <laughs> they fucking did it like this and it was great dude like yeah it's a satellite but he jumps up he fucking makes this giant fucking energy sphere and then fucking kamehameha is this motherfucker <laughs> and then we watch the explosion from fucking space and so i'm like oh that's fucking phenomenal i love it i love it every time he does it uh so that is my pick for that one fuck yeah 
So final thoughts on injustice, gods among us. Yep. Overall, um, I, I, I just wish I had explored this a little bit more. Um, I might have to go back to exploring it a bit more, um, especially after talking about it. I mean, it is actually a really good game. Um, you know, um, the DC characters like fighting against each other. That was, that was fantastic. Graphics are awesome. Um, I guess this was the fan, uh, the, the game that the DC fans were screaming for. And it's definitely a doozy. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, fantastic game. Go out and suss it. Um, and I dare say I, I'll definitely be uh, checking this one back out again. Um, yeah. All right. I have to agree with Brody, man. It's a great game. It's definitely a change up from our beloved MK. We, It's, you know, obviously it lacks the violence and everything, but it has way over the top action shit that would completely kill a motherfucker but you know it's comic book land so everybody's good to go they're all eating super pills you know what i mean so they ain't feeling shit they can throw each other around into helicopters and fucking elevators <laughs> and all this good shit it's i mean it i love it i feel like the second one they definitely refined on it but that we're going to talk about next week which will yes. lead into that but overall, man, it's it's a great game. I definitely think you should revisit it if you haven't played it in a while. I can at least speak for myself with Xbox. If you got a copy on 360, throw that shit in your one. It's backwards compatible. So boom, bada, boom. I think the online's even still going, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh. I didn't try it myself, but I'm pretty sure it is. So that's is that what the Pete was talking about before? What's that? Was that something? Was uh talking about playing online in the comment section here what is that uh, he was talking about oh i think he was talking about the mobile games oh true yep yep no word but yeah man overall it's a great game it's it fits in obviously because it's another realm studios so it definitely fits in with the mortal Kombat. you could throw it in I'm not going to lie, though, if you're playing a lot of MK and you go into Injustice, you're probably going to fuck up your first couple of rounds. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you pick your boy Scorpion, dude, coming into that shit that's going to fucking throw you off for a dizzy. I have to say, one of my favorite versions of Scorpion, though, I will say, just because I love the look of, like, how much of, like, I don't know, like a more darker Revenant he looks like this in this game, I should say. Yeah, Absolutely. But, Alrighty, so without further ado, I think next week we've already announced we're going to be covering Injustice 2. Yep. So time in. We're going to be trying to be a little bit more prompt on the 9 o'clock. Hopefully Restream won't be fucking with us and uh, let me actually log the fuck in without restarting my computer. <laughs> uh, but catch Brody and I on Monday for Gore and More. We'll be covering Tremors 2 Aftershocks. Ooh. Fuck yeah, this. it's Big Daddy here. It's uh, my pick, and I'm excited. Fucking but, nice pick, too, mate. I'm impressed. Well, we were going to do the first one, but we already did the first one on the pod swap, so I oh, was gra- right, I, yeah. I was granted the chance to do the second one, and I said, absolutely. <laughs> so, all right, so catch Brody and I next week at 9 o'clock, same place, same time, on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. So without further ado, I am the Fluffmaster Supreme, Big Johnny D, saying adios, motherfuckers. This is your doppelganger, kang and banger, all the way from down under saying fucking see you next week, motherfuckers. Woo! Bah.